Hey, all you beautiful souls, and welcome to the Eat, Pray, Slay podcast. My name is Shalane Carter. I'm your host. I'm also a personal trainer, yoga teacher, meditation guide, and spiritual leader. This podcast is the perfect convergence of all things health, wellness, yoga, and spirituality, and really learning to break through limitations and open yourself and your spirit up to receiving all the abundance the universe has to offer. Each week, along with myself and many other awesome guests, you'll begin to expand your knowledge and insight on how to level up and step into your highest self. Are you ready? Let's do this. Hey, everybody. Hey, welcome back. Welcome back. I wanted to share with you some really great information on rituals. So if they feel a little elusive to you and you're like, what the hell is a ritual? Um, and it kind of gets associated with, I think a lot of, um, has a negative connotation a lot of times, ritual, the, the word in particular. So right away, take notice of that. Um, if it triggers you a bit, why is that? Look into that. But that being said, there is so much power in, in ritual and doing, what is it? So let's start there. So first off, a, a ritual, it's something that you probably don't even know that you're already doing but gives you a sense of ease, a sense of peace. It connects you to something. It is something that you do consistently for a reason. So maybe like brushing your teeth. You know, you don't want cavities, you want to have a clean mouth. So you brush your teeth, right? A ritual is something that you can utilize though, as think about though, it's not just about you want a clean mouth. Why do you want a clean mouth? What does having clean teeth feel like right it's like rub your tongue along the back of your teeth and you're like ah feels so smooth it actually makes you feel a lot of times if you don't shower as long as you brush your teeth you're like wow i feel so much better i feel so much cleaner it's that you recognize you feel comfortable talking closely with people you're not scared that they're gonna smell your bad breath or see things on your teeth right so it's that you want to feel like you belong, that you're accepted. Um, and I know a lot of people will be like, oh, it's just brushing your teeth, but we do everything to give us a certain feeling. Everything we do is emotional. And my, my mentor, one of my favorite things that she ever said, and it's kind of her motto for, for her, um, and the reason that she got into healing was, she's like, the, the school system has taught us how to critically think. However, we're not taught how to critically feel. So her, her ideology and all of her healing um, tools and things that she does is all to teach us how to critically feel. And that's really what's happened is over time, we have lost connection with feeling. We've lost connection with our, not just our, our um, like emotions, but actually how to feel them fully <laughs> we just kind of pass them through or, or we just pretend that they're not there we don't know how to handle them we don't know how to to share them express them work through them nothing we're not taught any of those things and most of our parents are not emotionally literate enough themselves to be able to teach it to us so it's by no fault of, of your own or anything um, but ritual is something that can really help you process um, a ritual is something that you do to create a feeling for yourself. 
Um, so I do a ritual every time I start a healing session. I do it before the client gets here, here, <laughs> okay. Before the client shows up, whether it's virtual or in person. Um, I have a few things that I do. I clear the energy in the room. So I do this a couple of ways. Um, I usually do it by um, burning sage, um, but I've also done it um, with just like a selenite wand. I've done it with intention. The whole point is that within your energetic body, you want to create an intention. You want to create a direction of energy and um, something that, that you want to cultivate more in your awareness. So the first thing I do is I clear the energy. The second thing I do is um, I say a little prayer. I say um, a little prayer for intention for the session, for my part in the session, to be a, a clear channel and conduit for their highest healing, to be able to protect the space. Um, I really kind of set this intention that it's safe, it's protected. Um, and it can, it's really not that complicated when I, when I think about it. It's literally just, you know, like two or three sentences said to myself. I take this moment, I take this stillness, this silence. So for some people, their ritual is working out every day. Some people, their ritual, um, they can have a coffee ritual. You know, they can have, you can do, a ritual can be anything. And the, the really powerful thing is rituals can really help us process and be able to feel and experience a certain emotion. So when someone passes away, a really great way to kind of look at it, I know some people really struggle to let that go. Not let it go in a sense that don't think about them again, but the feeling of grief plagues them every single day. Right? They're constantly reminded just by living that this other person is not. And when we get to talking about it, a lot of times it's because they're still, they still hold on to this person and they feel a lot of responsibility or they feel um, like they're still carrying. And so a lot of times what I'll give them is I want you to create, um, that's what altars are. So if you um, are in the spiritual realm or you are not, um, a lot of times you'll see kind of, a lot of people do their, their card pulls, like a, you know, whether they have some oracle cards or they may put, you know, like a picture, like putting a picture by your bedside is creating an altar. An altar is simply something where you, you, you set the intention for this, this space to create a certain feeling. So I clear out my altar occasionally, depending on what season it is, what I'm wanting to call in, if there's been huge shifts in my life. And it can be that I'm called to certain crystals or something like that, and I'll put those on the altar because they help me uphold this frequency, right? I'm really wanting to, if you're wanting, like, like the, the person who, who someone passed away, you can put a picture up. You can put something that reminds you. And every time you look at it, you can have this, this moment of, right? It brings you back into this presence of what are you feeling? And that's why um, it's interesting because I think so many times altars and, and things like that really get um, positioned as kind of religious, but you probably have altars in your house, <laughs> you know, where you put your special things or maybe you arrange your jewelry a certain way and you really like the way that it looks or you decorate something and this special piece is from um, you know, when we went on vacation or this is from our honeymoon and you kind of have this feeling every time you look at it, it gives you a certain feeling. That's the same, that, that is an altar. 
And all that, that rituals do is, is kind of bring you back to this present moment and start to funnel um, your energy into that present experience. So I, because again, when I'm doing healing work, I want to be present and I want to remove my conscious thinking brain and allow my intuitive knowing, my intuitive heart to lead. I want my spirit guides to come through and to speak fluently um, and so that I may understand them. And those are all things, I'm setting that intention, that's what I'm asking for. I'm holding that space for that experience to happen. And I'm available for that. So anytime you, you kind of, it's so much of our Western culture has really glazed over and really gotten rid of all of the things, uh, not all of them, but a lot of the, the things that truly make us human. Ritual is very human. To be able to grieve, to be able to celebrate, to be able to do that together in community, um, it's what we're meant to do. And if you feel like you're like, oh, I just, I feel all over the place. I feel anxious. I feel depressed. I, you know, mood swings, things like that. Try implementing a ritual. It can be something simple. One of my clients, I mean, I actually, anytime you repeat a mantra, that's a ritual. Especially if it's for a specific reason at a specific time. Um, I have one client that I was like, I want you to say this ritual every time before you drive. I want you to say this mantra every single time. Take a moment, deep, breathe deep into your belly, say this mantra. I want you to create the intention for your experience before it happens. I want you to be prepared to release. I want you to be prepared to receive. I want, you know, you want to be able to not be so um, at the, 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 um, the whim of your emotions. There are always going to be things that come to you. There are always going to be things that happen, right, in life that you cannot avoid. You cannot avoid that somebody else cuts you off. How you, what you can do is, again, if somebody cuts you off, you're like, okay, I set the intention that I was going to be safe, that I was going to be looked out for, that, um, that I was going to be protected from danger. Even though that person cut you off, maybe you slowed down. Maybe there was going to be something else. So it kind of creates this intention for your energy and brings you back to that present moment. So rituals are great to do to create some type of devotional experience. And this is another thing that I've noticed that we in our in Western society just are not taught and don't have not been taught the value of either is this loyalty to ourselves, this devotion to ourselves that when we say we're going to do something, we do it. When we say we're not, not just because it's not exciting. This is why we have this yo-yo diet epidemic with this, um, you know, all these crazy workouts that come in and, and you know, they're like, you know, abs in 30 days and all these things. It's like, you know, 60 hour workout a week. Like you're just like, I do not have time for this. It's because they're grasping always at something that is outside of you. So ritual returns you inward. And again, ritual can be anything. It can be taking, you know, you, you make your coffee, right? And you just breathe in three deep breaths. 
maybe you say a lot of mantras to yourself, but maybe it's just like that ritual of that and it kind of like centers you. For me, I like to go outside often and read. So I, I take my decaf coffee because I don't drink real coffee. It's caffeine, man. Um, it used to be like a theme. Theme! Like I would have a large cup at home. We're talking probably 16 ounces or so of like, I think it's called like electric buzz coffee. <laughs> and then I would also go to Starbucks and get a venti cold brew. You guys, when I, I'm not sure how my skin was not literally vibrating. <laughs> Everybody could see it because I had so much caffeine. But yeah, I digress. I don't drink caffeine anymore. Um, but it is still this moment for me. I enjoy the, the ritual of a warm beverage going outside. I take my shoes off. I ground my energy outside. I read. And it really sets me up for the day. Now, is that always what happens every single day? No, but every time I do it, do I feel the same? Do I feel grounded? Do I feel present? Yes. And that's the difference is it doesn't have to be every single day at the same time or anything like that. A ritual is to bring you back to a feeling. So when you like create an altar and maybe you have a ritual of, you know, every time you walk by, you know, it's like, you know, kind of this good luck charm thing. It's not that it necessarily brings you good luck. It puts you in the vibration and energy of that experience of what you wanted to have, whatever that intention was. And intention is very powerful because it is current. It is the, the director of your consciousness of what you want to experience. And so if the intent is to experience something, you start to direct consciousness towards it. And then your, your, um, your energetic field begins to attract those things because consciousness is saying, Hey, your spirit is saying, Hey, I want more of this experience. This is my intent. And so what does it do? It starts to call more of those things. Um, or release things like I want to create more space. It can go either way. It's what you're creating, and that's what the power of doing rituals. So I would love to know. In in uh, maybe you shoot me a DM on Instagram if you're listening to this on the podcast, or if you're watching this on YouTube. What are some of your rituals? Like, do you have any uh, like certain things that you always do that always make you feel a certain way? If so, what are they? Because what's interesting is. A lot of times we have a lot of similar rituals that we don't realize that other people do, that you just thought you were the only one, but you're like, okay, if this makes me feel this way, I wonder how it makes other people feel this way. And sometimes people are like, I need to feel more of this while I'm doing this, right? Is there something like a little, um, something that I can do or something that I can, a way that I can prepare myself to have that kind of experience. And so it's really great to be able to share, to collaborate. You never know who you could help. So share your little rituals below. I told you mine, the coffee. I also, I meditate every morning for five minutes at least when I get up in the morning, sometimes longer, um, depending on the day, the time, what I got going on, but always five minutes and always a warm beverage. It's usually coffee, sometimes it's tea. Um, and honestly, sometimes my ritual of going outside doesn't happen until the afternoon. Um, I also have a ritual that I have dark chocolate every night before I go to bed. <laughs> that is a must ritual. And dark chocolate, you know, is supposed to be good for you. Antioxidants or something like that. <laughs> What's your ritual? I would love to hear it. So please, please, please share this. Take a screenshot, share it to Instagram, share it with your friends. Um, especially you never know who, what could 
um, who could find this and it could really help that they were like, oh, I really needed something like, I needed for it to feel okay to grieve. I needed to be able to put that grieving down. I needed to be able to touch base like with myself before I did this thing. And I needed to be present. I wasn't quite sure how to do that. And this really helped. So please, that's the way that we share the message and that's the way that we all heal. So that's how we become the frequency. So I love you all. Cheers.